In recent months, economic activity picked up. We can't deal with an economic crisis until you beat the pandemic. The ups, the downs. Which way will it go? We're here to keep you informed. This, this. is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon with Casey Smith and Dr. Roger Tuttero, and uh, we've been talking all sorts of uh, economics. If you would like to get in touch with us, you've got several ways you can do that. Uh, first of all, the question hotline, you can call us at 1-855-429-9166. Uh, you'll get a recorded message at the beep. You can leave your message, including your question. We play the question on the air and answer right behind it. Um, if you prefer to talk to a human being, you can call us at 770-429-9166. Ask for the radio show or Kelly Lynn. uh, They'll patch you through. She'll take your information and uh, we'll answer your question on the air. That, by the way, is also the same way that you can get in touch with K.C. Smith, who is a CFP and SEPA. Anything else, K.C.? Am I missing anything? That's it. That's all all I got for you. SEPA, tell us what that means again. Everybody knows what a CFP is. Certified Exit Planning Advisor. All right. So this is not an estate planning thing, as a lot of people get confused when they hear exit planning. They think I might be talking about exiting this earth. (laughs) Uh, Selling your business. Selling your business. Not quite so morbid as that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Although financial planning can get morbid, right? Uh, Sure can. At times. Uh, All right. So if you want to get in touch with KC, had a financial planning question. Uh, you can call again, 770-429-9166. Uh, if you prefer to email us, you can do that as well. Dr. Gene at Hensler.com is our address. D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, <laughs> if none of those work for you, just go to our website and figure it out yourself. Wow. Do it your own self. <laughs> I, I always, put it out there, Troy. Yeah, well, I mean, I always consider myself a do-it-yourselfer. I, I work on my own car, fix my plumbing issues at the house, making sure afterward not to bite my fingernails. And uh, usually, I, you know, I kind of make fun of myself. Just do it your own dang self. Yeah. So, I mean, if you got that attitude. Well, it's uh, great for I'm guys looking. like you, but if I had to earn an honest living, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> so thank goodness for economics. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could teach you which end of the shovel to hold. Good. Great. I'm sure I'm we can get you up, up to speed in no time. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, let's get into some questions. We got lots of questions from uh, listeners. We got one here from Ryan from Cartersville who says, uh, I've been looking for a stable financial holding, and I came across Citizens Financial Group. Uh, seems undervalued, but has earnings, lower beta, seems to be a stable, uh, reasonable PE, but looking at the past year, performance makes me wonder why analysts are deeming it a buy. Um, yeah, it's not just a financial holding. This is a bank. Uh, got banking um, in New England, Mid-Atlantic, Midwest region, so more or less the East Coast, uh, you know, Midwest, I would say, probably gets into mm-hmm. uh, a little further inland. But uh, this this is a bank. It does have a P.E. ratio of 13.72, which is uh, somewhat attractive compared to the uh, stock market. That's got a P.E. of 26, 27. Uh, looks way expensive relative to its long-term averages. Um But there's a few issues that I think you really ought to think about here. Uh, Five-year growth has been 12% in the bank. Um, There's, uh, I mean, with the interest rate environment, Roger, you might talk to this. Sure. Net interest margin, 
is uh, almost going under pressure again. Yeah, you, you know, the banks had to go through a tough time between 2010, 2008, and 2015 when we had essentially right. zero short-term interest rates. Right. And as rates came up, it helped them expand those margins between what they pay on the on their uh, deposits and what they get back on the asset side. But obviously, this low interest rate environment is going to compress those margins. That's challenge number one. And then challenge number two is that in concerns over defaults in 2021, a lot of them are going to put more money in the loan loss reserve. You know, up until now, we've had a lot of forbearance agreements in both the public and private sector, but eventually we're going to have to start servicing the debt. And we may not have a clear issue as of yet who both households and business will service their bank debt. Right. And then the final part is, I mean, underwriting is challenging. I mean, the banks want to loan money. But it's hard to look at 2018-19 financials and say that they're relevant in 2021. Absolutely. Uh, one thing that I did watch, and I was fortunate enough to, to be real closely uh, in tune with banking uh, back in 2007 and 8 as an analyst here mm-hmm. at, at Hensort Financial. Um, the thing that I look at is like non-performing assets relative to other, their peer banks. Uh, right. and, and when you look... Um, Citizens Financial Group has uh, 1.02% of their assets as non-performing assets. Uh, their peers average 0.63%, so it's worse by a pretty good stretch. Even though the number sounds small, it's worse by a pretty fair stretch. Uh, their reserves against loan losses uh, relative to those non-performing loans, 178 times, which sounds, oh, that's well covered. You look at their peers, 254. Yeah. So they're not quite as conservative as even the, the average bank in their space. Uh, it's probably one of the reasons that the valuation looks a little more attractive than some of the others. Uh, and, and then, I mean, you know, even even thinking about uh, profitability and, and economic things that are way out of their control as an individual bank, think about the consumer. I mean, the consumer has to be healthier. You're going to experience right. even more uh, non-performing loans, defaults on assets. Um, you know, we've and got small businesses. I mean, the banks are the primary capital source for the small business. Yeah. And also that some banks did really well the last couple of uh, months with the PPP program, where you know, where Treasury you know pushed the money. They're pushing the money out through SBA. Right. And so a lot of them are going to end up coming out pretty well on that. So that's that's a good thing for it. The other the other factor is consolidations. We saw a lot of smaller banks get rolled into some big ones, and we saw some pretty good sized regionals get rolled together. So that that wave is probably not done yet, but it probably is on hold for a couple more quarters. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, one of the comments made, uh, Ryan, you said uh, you you wondered why it was a buy since it did so well last year. Forty one percent it gained in 2019. It's lost 15% this year, and the market's up about 12. Um, so you can see that it's been kind of uh, suffering a bit. Uh, performed better lately when a lot of the other financials have, but I really do think that uh, that the loan portfolio probably is not the best one to invest in right now, and I would pass on it. All right, we've got uh, another one here, and since we're doing banks, why not? Talk about Ronald from Woodstock. I've held Rocket Companies for maybe six months now. Uh, I would have expected it to fare better with the surge in residential real estate. I know mortgage interest rates are low, uh, but you'd think an increase in business would balance it out. Should I keep this one? Uh, Rocket is a mortgage company, obviously. it's um, If you've watched TV for more than 10 minutes in your life, You've probably seen a Rocket Mortgage commercial. Uh, it, they they spend a lot on their advertising right now. Um, 
it's expected to grow earnings by about 10%. The stock has moved sideways uh, since it was issued. Um, and actually, I think the issuance, there's no way you could have held it for six months. And I know it's easy to lose track. I think it got issued uh, back in August, uh, went public. Um, so uh, when you look, uh, you know, a financial company with no dividend is very rare. Uh, the bank index on average right now is paying a 3.4% dividend yield. Uh, this is one mm -hmm. that, you, I mean, it's really weird that you would get a company with so many tie-ins, uh, but it's got banking. Obviously, it's, uh, it generates mortgages, but it's all, also technology because you can do all that online. Now, most banks right. are, you know, you got online uh, functionality, but I think this one is uh, is a bit overblown at the moment, and oh by the way, doesn't have a PE ratio at all. Um, so yeah, no earnings to speak of. So yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to really know the whole story there until there's a little more history and you can figure out what's what's right. going on with the underlying yeah. financials. In mortgage markets, tricky because we had a big surge in refi activity in the second and third quarter as rates came down. Sure. But I don't know how long that's going to drive out. So it's going to be a purchase dominated market again at some point. Right. Uh, the other thing you do mention the online presence there is the market has been in love with fintech for quite a while. And right. so the online presence makes make it seem more attractive than just the strict fundamentals would suggest. Yeah, if I were going to value it, uh, really the only way to, to look at this is a price to book since they don't have earnings. Price to book on uh, Rocket is 1.47, we'll call it. Uh, if you look at Annaly Capital, a service provider for mortgages, uh, 0.916. So it's even showing expensive relative to the, the ratios that we have. All right, folks, well, that uh, is going to wrap it for our show this week. I say the market's up. KC, what do you think? Market's got to be up. All right, so uh, Dr. Tuttero, what do you think? I'll defer to the smart guys in the room. <laughs> I can never get him to say anything. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.